Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Parents, when you visit California, childhood rules. If you don't remember how awesome childhood is, just ask yourself, What would kids do? Then pack your fun pants and let childhood rule your family vacation. Start planning at visitcalifornia.com. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. I want to talk about the 49ers' biggest needs. And for some, it's going to be one position or the other. So I want to go through these certain positions that Kyle Shannon and John Lynch know that they're going to have to go ahead and handle, that they're going to have to bring players in to fill voids that have been left, players that are moving on, uh, players that are not healthy. And I think this is a good conversation because we're nearing – Free agency. The combine is going on and everyone's talking draft, but free agency is going to be a big part of what the 49ers do to fill holes and needs. And the thought process was the 49ers weren't going to be that active in free agency because they just didn't have any money. But with the salary cap going way up, 49ers have some opportunities. They can free up some salary cap space. Uh, They can potentially work on some restructures, extensions, and free up some money to be able to fill certain voids. But how do the 49ers plan on handling this? What are the positions of need that they want to attack first? I think understanding 49ers philosophy will help you determine that. And I know that might make a lot of fans not happy because 49ers fans are screaming from the rooftops, offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. And I do think offensive line is a position of need, whether that is filling a a hole or potentially upgrading, which you always want to do every single offseason. You want to come in. You want to make sure you can put together the best possible 53-man roster. And in some cases, that means just filling holes. In other cases, it means elevating your team by bringing in a player 
that's going to make an impact, right? Last year, Javon Hargrave was the big bring-in for the 49ers. Before that, it was Charverius Ward at corner. The 49ers have navigated using the draft and free agency. Why free agency is so significant is because the 49ers can fill those initial holes before they ever even get to the draft. Then they're not dependent on making sure they fill a hole with a draft pick. Filling a hole with a draft pick can have mixed results. Just look at the 49ers in 2020. They take Javon Kinlaw. Kinlaw deals with a knee injury, and he's unable to be that guy to consistently step in for Buckner. You don't always want to fill holes in the draft. You want to have holes filled and then bring in draft picks to compete and or bolster your depth as they develop. We know Kyle Shanahan likes his veteran players. He wants rookies to develop. He wants them to eventually ascend and take over. Uh, but he wants it to move at a snail's pace so that way they can develop. They don't want to count on rookies in big situations. So free agency and how it goes, the first wave is where you're going to see the big money spent. You're going to see them go out. Last year, it was Hargrave, right? It was it was a quarterback as well, which threw everyone off as they brought in Sam Darnold. So this year, what will the 49ers do? Well, we know they're probably going to make some key signings early on in free agency, and then there will be a second wave well, they'll make a couple of very shrewd moves to bring in veterans to help this football team. Then they will fill in the necessary roles at the draft. And that will give us a clear picture of how the 49ers plan to attack the draft, which positions. We've heard John Lynch already give out some feelers about positions they're interested in. Tight end, right, is going to be a big one. They talked about the fact they're going to build this team around Brock Purdy now. I think that's really good. They plan on bringing back Brandon Ayuk. I think everyone knew that. Uh, they were never going to trade Ayuk, so bringing him back is going to be a key. That's what we're going to get into this episode. We're going to talk about positions. I'm going to rank these positions. If you don't agree, that's fine. Leave it in the comment section. There's no right way. I'm just going off my basis of positional need, coinciding with what the 49ers normally do as far as which positions they count on the most uh, and how they kind of build their team. It's their hierarchy. So we're going to get into all that. Please like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. 40 yards cut back on Believe. Give it a five-star rating. And if you're going to bet, bet with Bet Online. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today, become part of the team, and remember to use the promo code Believe. That's B L E A V for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online. The game starts here. So, as positional need, I'm going to kind of work backwards because when you look at this roster, you can really see a uh, one position that's not a need, and I think that's running back. The 49ers don't have a needed running back, and that hasn't always been the case. Uh, throughout the years, maybe they needed a, a guy that was going to step up and be that starter. Uh, maybe they had depth issues, but the 49ers really don't have depth issues. Expect them to bring in a running back, whether that is a very cheap uh, free agent playing at the league minimum or more than likely bring in a couple uh, late draft picks or an undrafted free agent or two to handle training camp because you do have to have five or six running backs in camp. So the 49ers will add to the running back room. Will those guys be of significance? Well, I expect one to be. 
one of those players has to be your fourth best guy just in case there's an injury. But Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, and Jordan Mason are set at the running back position. 49ers know that's going to be their game day roster. So really they're bringing somebody in to compete and be there to take reps and just in case of an injury. So 49ers have basically no need at running back uh, besides depth. And so that's a real luxury. I talked about in one of my other videos, Salvan Ahmed potentially being a guy the 49ers bring in. There'll be other names as well. And I expect them, like I said, to bring in guys late in the draft. A lot of people talking about Frank Gore Jr. I'll give my thoughts on Frank Gore Jr. As I continue through the draft process, I'm evaluating players now. And because of need, running back is not one of the first positions I plan to evaluate. But I think that there's going to be a lot of need for the 49ers at other positions. I don't think running back is going to be high priced. I don't think they're bringing in any big names. I've seen people talking Derrick Henry and stuff that's not happening. 49ers are going to go with what they got here. They're very happy with the group that they have. And they'll just look to add on the back side of that roster. Wide receiver, and this one might be a little interesting. I got them at the you know, towards the bottom of needs for the 49ers, but I, I think everyone really understands that Brandon Ayuk's not going anywhere. Okay, uh, Ayuk is going to be a part of this team. Number one, he's under contract for another season. The 49ers could always franchise tag him if they wanted to and extend his time in San Francisco. But I think both sides, both parties, want to get a deal done. Ayuk likes it with the 49ers. He just was a little disappointed with what happened in the Super Bowl, the outcome, his usage. Those things are understandable. That's the normal grieving process for players. First, you look introspectively, you blame yourself, and then you look at other opportunities that, hey, if I, they would have got me the ball more, I would have had opportunities to make plays for this team. Wanting the football is not a crime. Expressing that you want the football is not a crime either. Coaches enjoy hearing that players want that moment and want that ball. So this is not going to be a problem. There's going to be a lot of uh, maneuvering back and forth. They're going to be trying to, you know, illustrate that they could, you know, Brandon Ayuk's going to want to push that he could leave. It's all about negotiating and getting a contract. But the 49ers are motivated to get this done. And with that being said, you have Ayuk, Debo, more than likely Jawan Jennings, who I expect to get a second-round tender. John Lynch already expressed they're going to work on getting an extension done. I think that's the key. Get an extension done with Jawan Jennings. That way, it doesn't cost $4.8 million this year. Push it down the road a little bit. Come up with a nice contract that works for Jawan. You keep him in Santa Clara as your third wide receiver. I think you feel real comfortable about that. Because you have those three big guys at the top, it means you can fill in another role. So wide receiver is not a big need. You could address it in the draft. You can address it with a, a cheaper wide receiver option. Bring in Chris Conley back. Could be as simple as that. $1.5 million. Came in, he played physical, he's a good runner, got open when he needed to. That might be an option. You have Ronnie Bell, you have Danny Gray, probably going to add someone in the draft or an undrafted free agent. I think the 49ers are fine at wide receiver. Running back and wide receiver because of the way and how strong it is at the top, I don't think are real positions of need. Now, if you listen around 49er land, you're going to hear, hey, we need to trade Ayuk, we need to trade Debo. I don't think that's the case. I think that they can stagger their contracts to make sure that they have cheap contract for one while they have high price for the other, and they can just keep doing that for a while, meaning one big wide receiver salary always hits the cap. Uh, so I think there's some financial maneuvering here that the 49ers can do, and I expect them to do to try to keep Debo and Ayuk on this team, especially on the short term, because they still have the Super Bowl window with Brock Purdy's rookie contract. 
Oh, that's going to be something over the next two or three years the 49ers are looking to do, maximize the ability of Brock Purdy's contract. And one of the ways is keeping Debo and Brandon Ayuk on the team together. Safety. Uh, I think safety is the next category as I'm going down the list of need because even though you don't have depth, and this is a real issue for the 49ers as far as depth, you normally only roster four safeties. We know the 49ers are going to have Talano Ufonga coming back from injury, and they have Jair Brown. Because of those two guys and the way that Jair Brown played last year, I believe the 49ers have their starting unit. You still have Tishon Gibson, who loves it in San Francisco, and if he's willing to play another year, you could definitely bring him back. You have young abilities from Taylor Hawkins, but you are losing George Odom, so you are going to have to fill in the depth positions around the safety. I just felt with there only being four normal roster spots and you having two of those filled, this wasn't going to be a huge need. I do expect the 49ers to look at it in free agency, but really address it in the draft. I think Tashawn Gibson could be available to come back as long as the 49ers believe, uh, you know, it, it depends on what they believe with Talano Hufanga. Because Hufanga is coming back from injury, if he's going to be ready and set to go, uh, maybe you don't, but insurance-wise, Tashawn Gibson makes sense. Bring him in. You could run three safety looks. You could use these guys uh, together to get the best looks and the best matchups that you're looking for. But I think the 49ers are going to look at this and see what they want to do, but I don't think this is a big need. I think it is a need. I just don't think it's like a huge need for the San Francisco 49ers at safety because you only roster four. There's other positions you're going to roster nine or or six, and you have multiple holes those ones are a little bit more interesting that the 49ers are going to have to address. So I think they'll address it a little bit in free agency, maybe with the Tashawn Gibson coming back. Uh, we'll see if they decide to bring George Odom back as well. And then you're going to go ahead and look at the draft and maybe find a young guy that you can insert in there to continue to develop. Uh, Gibson, whether he retires or not, I think is going to be one of the most interesting things for the 49ers in the back end because Gibson was like a coach on the field. And I know the 49ers felt really comfortable having him around. Tight end. Uh, I think tight end is a position of need. It has been for several years now. It's always been about tight end depth. And John Lynch kind of let the cat out of the bag that they're looking for a tight end too. And this is something that we've talked about on the channel for a long time is yes, Charlie Warner is a great blocker. And yes, Ross Dwelly was decent at catching the football. He showed that in 2019. What you didn't have was the guy that could do both. And in Kyle Shanahan's offense, he's had to use Kyle Juszczyk a lot to handle that dual threat role. He could block and he could catch. Well, sometimes you want to run two tight ends and you want a tight end that has the abilities uh, to get down the field but can also block on the edge. And so they want to address this, and they want to address this, I'm sure, whether it's free agency or the draft. I think this is one where you kind of have to look around the landscape of the league, and there's lots of tight ends that are going to be available, from Hunter, Hunter Henry uh, to Robert Tanyan, who's kind of fell off. You have some young, high-priced guys. You have some guys who are uh, not so high-priced, and maybe guys that are looking to land in a situation where they can win a Super Bowl. So I look for the 49ers to try to address this. Last year, they tried to address it with Cameron Latu. Uh, they tried to address it with Braden Willis. But really, they haven't been able to find that tight end yet. Now, Latu, they redshirted. How much did Latu grow in that season off? How much is he getting better? I think that's going to be a big question mark that won't be answered until we get to training camp. But Latu had a case of the drops. Now, I thought Latu had some moments uh, that at least give you optimism. 
But there was a lot of those moments as well that made you see he wasn't going to be capable of playing on the 53-man roster in 2023. So his improvements are going to be key to seeing where this tight end room is. I think the 49ers aren't going to hedge their bets that those two guys are going to be able to back up George Kittle right away. Bringing back Charlie Warner is great for blocking, and I think they'll try to bring him back and hope that the young guys or someone else they bring in to compete with him could eventually overtake him as tight end too. The best situation for the 49ers is an improvement at tight end too. So depth isn't the issue uh, for the most part. I think Brady and Willis will do a good job of being a tight end two or tight end three. I just don't know if he's capable and ready yet. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Parents, when you visit California, childhood rules. If you don't remember how awesome childhood is, just ask yourself, What would kids do? Then pack your fun pants and let childhood rule your family vacation. Start planning at VisitCalifornia.com. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Uh, to be that big tight end two that they're looking for. So 49ers got to address it. I don't think it's like a position where, hey, we're in a lot of trouble, but they would love to advance from where they were with Charlie Warner from a really good blocker to a guy that's a really good blocker and a good pass catcher. I look for the 49ers to look in free agency and address this in the draft. We could see another draft pick for the 49ers, and there's some guys that I like, and I'm going to talk about them on Patreon. Eventually, we'll talk about them here as well, but uh, I found a tight end already that I absolutely love, and he's going to be a star player for me. I'm going to talk about him on Patreon later on. Uh, either this week or next week, I'm starting to get my star players coming out. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun as we get into draft season uh, because draft season is so important. And let's talk about the next position, cornerback. Uh, cornerback has been a issue for the 49ers probably since Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch got to San Francisco. They've been looking for those guys. Uh, they drafted a kilo Witherspoon, never really worked out. Spoon's been around the league and he just hasn't been able to latch on. The 49ers have been searching. Ambry Thomas, uh, he didn't work out. 
But Diomino Lenore was an absolute hit. And in fact, undrafted free agent Emmanuel Mosley was a big hit for the 49ers. Not that they haven't had success finding cornerbacks, keeping them healthy has been a problem for the 49ers. So here we are again. And John Lynch said, you just have to address the cornerback position every single year. I think they've got some really good linchpin players right now. They've got Charverius Ward. He is elevating his game to elite caliber in this league. All pro caliber for Charverius Ward. And then on the other side, Diamond Lenore is flying under the radar. But Diamond Lenore is a really, really good football player. His ability to play outside on base downs and then go in on the nickel and do the way that he, play the way that he did, acting as a third linebacker nickel situations and still having coverage uh, abilities and roles, he is just so good. And that is such a difficult role to be able to have to play outside and inside. People don't realize the preparation it takes to do both. And Yamato Lenore it just exceeded all uh, everyone's expectations. I think Lenore is somebody the four years are going to look to address as far as extending. He's going in to his fourth year now, and they're going to look to extend him uh, and make sure they can keep him around for a while because he's ascending one of the better cornerbacks in the league. But the 49ers do need to address the position. Nickel corner was an issue. That's why Lenore had to step in. They tried to address it with Isaiah Oliver, a Buffalo nickel, a big nickel. That didn't work out. How much of that was Steve Wilkes? It's probably a big part. He came from the NFC South. Wilkes had a lot of uh, time where he saw him on film. So my guess is that's part of the reason Oliver's gone. He was a Wilkes guy. 49ers are going to look to address this nickel cornerback position. And really, it's been a bugaboo since K1 Williams left and went to Denver. 49ers needed to let him go. He was suffering from injuries, and he's continued to suffer from injuries in Denver. So the 49ers need to find somebody either to play outside uh, when you get to nickel situations so Demo can slide in, or they need to find somebody that can play the nickel the whole time. I think they're going to try to address this with a veteran player. They like veterans playing the nickel. Uh, they also have a couple of guys that they can maybe turn to on their roster. I think Sam Womack might have fell out of favor with this 49ers uh, defense and 49ers secondary, and Darrell Luter Jr. they're high on. So I think Luter Jr. is going to have a shot at this, but I think they're going to bring in guys to compete, and I think this could be uh, the swan song for Ambry Thomas and Sam Womack. I think the 49ers are going to go heavy at the cornerback position, feel comfortable with the top two guys. I think they like Darrell Luter Jr., but that's only three of the five cornerback positions you look to fill Warriors are going to bring in some guys to compete with Ambry and Womack. Womack wasn't even active down the stretch, and he's a f fantastic special teams player. That just shows how much they didn't really care for him in the secondary. And also Ambry Thomas getting benched for the Super Bowl, I think shows a lot about him as well. So uh, Steve Wilkes had a lot of beliefs in Ambry Thomas, and it didn't quite work out. I thought Ambry's play was good at times. I got excited about it a couple of times during the year, and then it felt like once he broke his hand, there was some more struggles with them. So... I think the 49ers are going to address the cornerback position. There's a couple a couple spots open as they're going to look to go veteran and rookie. I think they're going to draft a cornerback. And, in fact, that's the next video I'm doing over on Patreon. I'm talking about a cornerback that is a star player for me. I think the 49ers may address. Number four on the list, you know, I'm going down, is quarterback. 49ers have to address the quarterback position. It's a quarter, it's position of need, but not for the starter. Uh, and so it probably could have been lower, but... I just think it's so important with the way the 49ers have dealt with injuries in the past to address the quarterback position. You know that you have Sam Darnold, and there's a lot of reports that Minnesota is very interested in having Sam Darnold potentially be their starting quarterback in a bridge-type role. 
Darnold would be the quarterback, and then eventually the rookie that they draft would take over And once he was ready. So Darnold getting some interest around the league. It's not surprising. He showed a pretty good showing this year, playing for Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers in limited snaps, uh, but he was still a top five pick in the league. So uh, 49ers know he's got a lot of talent, and he's probably going to have uh, suitors around the league, and they can't really afford to pay a lot of money to the quarterback. They did it this year, and a lot of the reason why Brock Purdy was coming off an injury. So I don't expect them to pay that much for a backup quarterback this season, even though they need to make sure they have solid quarterbacks. Brandon Allen seems to be a legitimate option to bring back. Now, I don't know what he's going to get around the league. There's going to be teams that are going to be interested, including maybe the Bengals looking to bring him back. So Brandon Allen could be with the 49ers. I think that's an option, but you still have another position. Do you go rookie? Do you go veteran? Nate Sudfeld being talked about. Uh, 30 years old, you know, backed up in San Francisco for a while. We know Kyle really likes him. So Sudfeld could be an option. I think the 49ers probably address this in the draft as well, drafting a young quarterback to come in and play. So 49ers will bring in some sort of a veteran. Uh, Who is that? Is it another young guy who had a lot of potential? You know, the Jets are looking for a trade partner for Zach Wilson. That's not going to materialize. So Wilson is probably going to end up being released. Do the 49ers go for another young draft pick like Sam Darnold that has played a lot of games in this league to bring in and see what he's got? Could they bring him in as quarterback two slash three to compete with Brandon Allen or Nate Sudfeld? I think that's one of the things I'm interested to see, but we do know the 49ers know they need to have a good quarterback room just in case. You hope nothing ever happens to your quarterback, but you have to be prepared because you have a Super Bowl caliber roster. 49ers have gotten to the Super Bowl. Now they got to get over the hump need quarterbacks that are capable of doing that. Do I think Zach Wilson is a Super Bowl winning quarterback? No, uh, I don't. But you want to you want guys you can develop and create, and he still has a lot of ability, a lot of upside. Uh, but I don't know where they're going to find a quarterback, uh, except in the draft, that potentially has that ability. I have some quarterbacks alike in the draft, and we'll see if the 49ers end up going that direction. So here we go. This is the top three. Uh, this is where we get into the big-time stuff. Because, you know, when you're talking top three needs for the 49ers, these are the ones they have to address. And the way the 49ers look at, look at things and look at the roster, these are the three uh, that I think they, they look to build. Uh, but if you're going to have a party, if you're going to have a wedding, if you're going to have anything, you need to go with Beyond the Occasion. Beyond the Occasion offers, offers various event services such as event cleanup, decor, a wedding officiate, MC, and day of coordinator. They cater to bridal showers, baby showers, weddings, birthday parties, and more. So if you're going to have an event and you're around the Sacramento, Stockton, Lodi, Antica area, uh, anywhere around there, and you're going to have an event, you need to book with Beyond the Event. Uh, Let them handle your situation for you. You can step away, set up, clean up. You don't have to do any of it. They'll take care of it for you. That's btoeventmanagement at gmail.com. Down in the description section if you want to send them an email and schedule something. You can talk to them about their rates on the occasion. Go hit them up. Tell them Ant sent you, and uh, they'll get you all hooked up. So number three is going to be offensive line. And like I said, 49 fans have been screaming from the rooftops. We need offensive line. You know, people, I said it wasn't that bad. You know, people don't like hearing it's not that bad. Uh, you know, the whole Ted thing, if it's not that bad, maybe it's the bad, right? Um, but I, I think the 49ers look at this and they have four starters right now and we could talk about the validity how good these guys are 
Uh, Colt McKivitz is often brought into question. And I do expect the 49ers to address that in the draft. I do expect them to bring in a guy to compete with Colt McKivitz and ultimately be the eventual replacement for Trent Williams if they can find it, a, a left tackle caliber type player. But when you're looking at the guard spot, John Lynch talked about they want to bring John Feliciano back. They were happy with his play, which tells me that the 49ers could fill this real quick. And the reason I didn't put offensive line above defensive line is because the depth that's available. The 49ers still have depth. Now they have restricted free agent Ben Barch, who they're really high on, and we never really got to see him play. But just listening to the way that Chris Furster talked about him, I think they do like him. We'll see if he comes back. You know, and they do have some other guys that are probably moving on, like Matt Pryor. But you still have some young guys like Spencer Burford. And, yes, we can get down on Burford. He didn't have a great Super Bowl. This wasn't a great season. But he is a young guy that's still developing. So the 49ers have some depth with him. So I think that there's some depth at certain positions for the 49ers. They're going to have to eventually continue to bring guys in. Uh, But when you look at having four of five spots taken uh, with starters, I thought that this was a definitely a position of need, maybe not the biggest position of need right now. What when I what I have for a biggest position of need might surprise a lot of people, uh, but I think that the 49ers do need to address this. I expect them to draft an offensive tackle. If the right offensive tackle is available in round one, you go for it. This is an, a tackle draft. I mean, this offensive line group is absolutely fantastic in this draft. If ever you needed offensive line, this is the one to address it. And that's where I think the 49ers go. I think they signed John Feliciano back. I think they continue to develop Spencer Burford, continue to develop Jalen Moore, and they draft a couple of guys in this draft that can compete, whether that is an offensive guard or a tackle. I think they're going to go tackled early on in the draft and potentially late in the draft with interior offensive linemen. They don't draft interior offensive linemen very often. You look back, Aaron Banks is normally uh, one of the, the guys you look at, guard. Besides that, they usually draft offensive tackles and then move them around, which could be the case this time. But there's a lot of really good offensive linemen. One of the interior offensive linemen that I really like uh, that I'd love to see the 49ers get later on in this draft is Zach Zenter out of uh, Michigan. I like him a lot. Lots of tackles I like early on in this draft as well. So I expect the 49ers to address it. Uh, I expect them to get somebody that can compete with Colton McKivitz. And like I said, eventually become that left tackle of the future. Uh, but when you're looking at filling holes, I think this one, yes, the 49ers can do a little bit here and there. But as far as positional value, much as we as fans value the offensive line uh, more than probably any other position, the 49ers just don't. I mean, they, they, they value it to a point. Kyle Shanahan looks at it. He wants a great left tackle. He wants a good right tackle, and he wants a good center. And then those guards is, is kind of just, you know, what he can find. So it's going to be interesting what they do with the offensive line. I expect them to address it. I just don't know how big they're going to go, but I do think it's their third biggest positional need uh, that they have. Uh, second is going to be defensive line. And this is one of those things where people don't like 49ers drafting defensive linemen, but this is a year where it really is a positional need. Uh, last year would have been a positional luxury. This year it's a positional need. Yes, they have three of the four starters, and that's where you start. But when you look at the depth, uh, they're lacking depth because of the players that are available you know, in free agency. The 49ers don't have a defensive end opposite of Nick Bosa right now. The guy under contract to do it is Robert Beal Jr. So he was a rookie last year. We're not set for him to start. Drake Jackson's coming back off an injury. I don't think anyone feels comfortable saying he will be the eventual starter opposite of Nick Bosa. So you have those two young guys. Uh, of course, Drake Jackson will be going into year three, coming off an injury. 
Robert Beal, I think, showed some some real promise. He's coming in, uh, but I don't know if you can expect Beal to be a starter right now at this stage in his career. So the 49ers are losing Chase Young. Uh, well, we don't know if they're losing him, but they don't have under contract Chase Young, Randy Gregory, Cleveland Farrell, who I think they would like to bring back. Uh, they don't have you know guys on the interior either. Javon Kinlaw's out. Uh, this is this Evan Givens is is going to be potentially out. These guys are free agents. So uh, right now in the interior defensive line, you have Javon Hargrave, you have uh, Eric Armstead, you have Kalia Davis. So you have needs. You have needs at defensive end. You have needs at defensive tackle as far as depth. So I think this is a positional position of need. I look for the 49ers to address it early in the draft and maybe with some young or some guys uh, that are coming on to the, off their first contract that are looking to get a bigger contract eventually. They call it Maurice Hurst, Arden Key, Cleveland Farrell guys who come in here, sign a cheap deal, uh, do a, a really big things and go out and get their double digit contract. I'll lost Sam- Samson Ebicom, Arden Key, who got big deals, Charles Aminahue, still a very a good place for them to kind of elevate their game and elevate their worth around the league. So I expect the 49ers to address defensive line early in this, in this process, probably some through free agency and some through the draft, but I think it's their second positional need because of the way that they value defensive line on this team. And then number one's linebacker. And normally this would not be the case. The 49ers have done such a great job. And whenever you have Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner, uh, you don't have much need at linebacker. But with Dre coming off the Achilles, when will he actually be ready to go? Will it be week one, as some are saying? You know, there's been a few specials that said, hey, he could be ready week one. Some are saying it's going to be November. Some are saying he's out for the whole year. With that being said, I think the 49ers have to plan for the worst and hope for the best. That means they need to make sure they have guys available to play. Well, as of right now, under contract, you have D winners, you have Jalen Graham. That's great. But are they capable and ready to start at Sam and Will linebacker? I think that's a bigger question. So I think the four years know they need to address this. And normally you would say, well, at least we have Demetrius Flanagan fouls. We have Warren Burks. No, they're free agents too. So uh, 49ers right now have Fred Warner and a couple of young guys. They need to address this position. Could be as easy as bringing Warren Burks back. But I think they're looking to make sure. The way they hedged their bets last year, the way they wanted to make sure they had a backup quarterback just in case Something happened and Brock Purdy wasn't ready to go and brought in Sam Darnold. I think they need to do that with linebacker this year as well. They need to make sure they bring in somebody that in case Dre Greenlaw's not ready to go, you have a running mate that can play really well next to Fred Warner. So that is going to be a high priority for the 49ers. I look for them to address it in the draft as well, bring in competition for the back end. Planning and fouls might move on now. We don't know what's going to happen with Oren Burks. But if you can bring in a couple of young guys to go with a, a nice player that you sign uh, to go with Fred Warner until Dre gets back, I think that's the way to go. So because you only have one starter under contract, I think this is a, a position of need for the 49ers that has to be addressed and why I made it number one. Of course, if Dre gets cleared, uh, this is you know great. The 49ers are sitting in the catbird seat. They're sit- sitting comfortable. But I really believe that right now the 49ers are looking at this and they're like, you know what? Our number one position of need that we have to address uh, in free agency, more than likely, is going to be linebacker. And then I think after that, you're looking to address defensive line, offensive line, quarterback, cornerback, tight end, safety, wide receiver, and then running back. I think that's how the position of need goes in the hierarchy, the way the four yards are thinking about it. Could be something different. Let me know what you think. 
about this. You know, let me know if you think that it's a different way. Maybe you think offensive line is number one. That's okay. We can we cannot agree on everything, and it's fine. And discourse is good. Uh, so let me think. Let me know what you think uh, in the description section down below. I appreciate you guys, appreciate you all watching, all listening. Like and subscribe if you haven't already. It means a lot. This episode brought to you by 49ers. I'm sorry, brought to you by Bet Online. Um, where the game starts, of course, also beyond the occasion description in the comment sec or description section down below. So check that out. Jeez, I just got myself all tongue tied, didn't I? Well, thank you guys all for joining me. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. I remember the right way is always the 49ers. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.